teach me to dance. Will you? Dance? Did you say dance? Come on, my boy. Hello, dear listeners. Yasas Agapitia Croates. And welcome to the episode number one of the Greek Wave, the Greek Wave podcast. My name is Sergio Calvo, and I'm the host and producer of this show. Uh, you have probably noticed in my accent uh, I, I am Spanish. Uh, I come from the northern region of, uh, of Spain called the Basque Country. And I have been, li- I have been living here in Crete uh, for the last four years and the island of Crete. And in the show, of course, uh, we're going to talk about Greece, about the country, about the, uh, the culture of Greece. But uh, I don't want this to be only a show about Greece. I want uh, this to be a show about many other things. Uh, it's just that we are in the, I am in the context of uh, living in this uh, Greek island. But I don't want it to be about uh, Greece only or Greeks or for Greeks only. I want this to be a show for everybody. Uh, we will discuss about many other things. And in each show, uh, we will talk to different people and we will have, I hope, some interesting discussions about, um, about life in general, about the things that we do, the things that happens to us in life, the good things that happen to us and the bad things, and, uh, and what we can do to, to make maybe things a bit, a bit better. So we, we will be talking about this uh, crazy world that we live in and maybe try to make sense of it a little bit. Well, so this is a new show and uh, I do not want to restrict it to any specific format uh, as I have done in previous shows, I just want it to evolve on its own. So uh, let's get the show started then. I hope you like it and this is the, this is the Greek wave. And who I have here today, I am here with my friend uh, Alexandros. Alexandros, yes. Like, a, like Alexander the Great. Yes. Hey, hi everyone, I'm uh, Alexandros. I'm uh, a Greek. I come from uh, Athens, but uh, I live here uh, on the island of Crete. Uh, keeping company to my friend uh, Setio. I need the company, I need the company here. Uh, you are, no, you are a uh, a history teacher here in Crete, but you, uh, you're also a, an archaeologist. <laughs> well, we were saying that we are here in, um, in Heraklion, uh, but um, actually I call it Heraklion, but uh, it's also called Heraklion, uh, Heraklion, it depends if you, if you call the name in Greek or in, uh, or in English. And also historically this city had many different names. Yes, uh, that's true. The city has many names because it has a very long and interesting uh, history. And uh, during uh, all these uh, centuries, uh, many people uh, crossed from here. And these people, uh, these nations, uh, gave this city different uh, names. 
for example, uh, in prehistoric times, uh, it was called uh, Knossos. We know that from the linear uh, B uh, tablets. The same name uh, had uh, during um, the first millennium uh, BC and uh, during the Roman times. After the Romans and uh, the Byzantines, uh, some um, Saracens came here and uh, built uh, a new, uh, not exactly new, but uh, a new city, which was called um, Hadak, Saracen uh, Arabic name of Hadak. These Saracens uh, came from uh, the Andalusian uh, district of Spain, uh, from Cordoba. Uh, oh, interesting. Yes. And uh, after that, uh, he was called also Hanzaks uh, and uh, Castro. Castro means castle in, uh, in Greek. So similar names to this Arabic, uh, this, to this Saracen name. And oh, now it's called Heraklion because in this area, in uh, Hellenistic times, uh, there was uh, a temple of uh, Heraklion. So we have uh, the Arab name. Yes, Hadak. Uh, it was Hadak and then mm. Handaks. We had Castro, we have Candia. We had Candia, yes. And uh, Kadije also during the Ottoman Empire, the Ottoman occupation. What I find it funny is sometimes when you are here in, uh, in Iraq and you are uh, maybe driving and you see the signs telling you to, uh, uh, to go to Iraq. Sometimes you see Iraq, sometimes you see Heraklion, mm -hmm. sometimes you see Heraklion. Many different versions, so you don't know if you are actually going to the same city or <laughs> different cities. Actually, uh, uh, this comes from the ancient times where uh, the accent, the pronunciation of the of the word, was a bit different because the first letter is uh, Ita. Ita, which looks like an H. Which it is H. It is an H. The Greek Ita uh, turns uh, turn to H, and uh, this Ita uh, had a mark above it, uh, like a, an accent. Mm -hmm. It makes uh, the pronunciation different from mm -hmm. the Ita we know it uh, today. If the signs are old, they say Heraklion. If they are modern, they say Heraklion. I like the name Iraq. The name Iraq sounds a bit Basque. I don't know. <laughs> okay, so this is where basically where we are. This is where I live now. This is where I have met uh, my friend uh, Alexandros. And as he really knows about the history, and it's, uh, he does know a lot because any time that we go somewhere to visit some ruins or to visit uh, any, uh, any places that we have in Iraq, any attract attractions or sightseeing attractions, he always tells me the background, the, the history, the origins of the place, and it makes it a, a more uh, fulfilling experience. Uh, so today we're going to have a brief history of, of mm -hmm. uh, Crete. We don't want to have a long history because <laughs> we don't want to bore the listeners too much. Uh, so well, we, we're going to go a little bit through the through the main periods that we have here in the history of Crete. And I have seen uh, done some research. Uh, the first one, obviously, is the Minoan uh, period. Uh, which uh, what, uh, was the first European civilization and also has an important uh, place here in the history of Crete. Uh, they also built the first palaces uh, here and uh, for example Knossos, there is also Phaistos, Maya, yes. Sacros. Mm -hmm. so tell me a little bit about these Minoan people. Um, I want to show you that uh, civilizations existed also in other uh, places in uh, Europe 
but uh, my known uh, civilization it is contemporary to the Egyptian uh, civilization and the Mesopotamians, Babylonians. This Minoan or oh, Minoan? How is Minoan, it, is it yes, Minoan? Minoan? Okay, this Minoan period uh, starts 2600 BC. The chronologies are not uh, fixed, you know, because it is uh, the chronology in archaeology is based on uh, uh, ceramics. So it's called on ceramic styles. So it's uh, around. What so is what we, is the biggest contribution of the Minoans or the Minoans? <laughs> the, the Minoan civilization um, is one of the, is uh, great, is very important in as far as uh, economy uh, and uh, administration and uh, socio-political uh, structure. <laughs> it is the first uh, uh, civilization in um, in the European continent. Uh, which is uh, so advanced. It's not uh, the most advanced civilization uh, in that time because we have the Egyptians and we have also the Babylonians, uh, but uh, it had uh, many interrelations with these civilizations, especially with Egypt. Egypt is not far away from uh, Crete around four, 400 kilometers away from here. Crete and Egypt and uh, Phoenician cities, uh, Hittites and um, Mesopotamian people and Babylonians, they have uh, uh, interrelations, they communicate, the, they exchange not only products but also ideas. There was some kind of uh, globalization mm -hmm. in that period and uh, this uh, helped a lot the area to flourish. Definitely, it's, it's, a, it's a civilization that left a big, a big mark here and uh, wherever you go yes. to any, uh, any ruins, uh, always... Uh, yes, the, the island is full of uh, Minoan and... Uh, it's always Minoan. <laughs> and then you have some Roman, Venetian stuff, but yes. mainly uh, Minoan uh, civilization is the one that left, I understand, the, the biggest mark here in Crete. That's, yes, Minoans uh, are great and very important for the okay. island. They were good guys. <laughs> the British Empire uh, saw that time uh, the Minoan civilization as predecessor uh, of its own uh, power. For example, the first who, not the first, but the most famous excavator of, uh, of the most famous uh, Minoan site is uh, Arthur Evans, uh, okay. who was uh, British. He restored uh, Knossos uh, yes, ruins. Yes, he, uh, uh, he did some well. It was very did, controversial, this did, restoration. Some, of, uh, yes. The restoration, With let's the, say that it went a little bit out of hand. <laughs> in some point, up to a point, it is um, a part of uh, Evans's uh, imagination. My nuns uh, weren't Greek. Uh, so the Mycenaean period in the second uh, half of the second millennium BC, uh, it was like a Greek occupation of Crete. They came from Greece, they I came see. from Peloponnese. So it's the first occupation of the island. The first occupation, first of many. And uh, after the Mycenaeans, we have the Sub-Minoan period. Uh, actually, this period is um, after the collapse of Mycenaean uh, palatial uh, system. That uh, This was uh, because um, a socio-political change uh, throughout uh, the Aegean uh, area. 
which uh, was created by the collapse of uh, Eastern Mediterranean uh, interchange system. Trading system. Because, trading system because uh, the same uh, period, the Egyptian uh, state collapsed and also the Hittites and the Mesopotamian uh, kingdom. So in this, this period, we have other people coming in. Eh? It was the Dorians. I heard that they came from mainland Greece, so they were also Greeks. Yes, they spoke uh, the Dorian uh, dialect. The Dorians, it sounds, for me, it sounds like the Dothraki from, <laughs> from the Game of Thrones. No, uh, the Dorians, uh, the, what we call Dorians, came here uh, in the first uh, uh, millennium BC. They mixed uh, with uh, the local people here. The, the tradition say they created uh, uh, seven uh, Dorian cities. Crete uh, was um, in the periphery of the Greek uh, civilization, but still uh, it was important for uh, many reasons. For example, uh, one of the main um, hypotheses about the origin of the Greek alphabet is that uh, maybe it came from Crete because uh, on the island Crete Phoenicians uh, had uh, a building here, a trading post mm -hmm. and uh, they created the Greek uh, alphabet. Mm -hmm. The Greek alphabet is uh, completely different from the Phoenician because the Phoenician uh, is not um, uh, phonological. The Greek alphabet may have been invented here in the mm. island of Crete. Mm. So this is this is quite interesting and something I didn't know. I, I'm glad you brought it up. I think we can move now, now a little bit to the to the classical period, the Greek and the Roman period. The Romans they had a, a town here, the town of uh, Ostia. Ostia, which is a swear word in Spanish, <laughs> but apparently it was a Roman town, and when the, the pirates took it over. Uh, then the Romans didn't like it, they were very pissed off and uh, I think this was the excuse. That was uh, the excuse to take over the island. The Romans wanted to, to rule uh, all the Mediterranean uh, Sea. The island of Crete is uh, very important for its uh, strategic location. It controls a part of Eastern Mediterranean, so they wanted to take it and uh, they found an excuse and take it. So uh, the Romans, um, they had an important impact in the, in the island, as they did in many places in Europe, of course, the Roman Empire. Uh, Crete was uh, one of the Roman uh, prefectures mm -hmm. uh, of, the, of the Roman dist district. I don't think uh, it was uh, different from other uh, districts of the uh, uh, Roman Empire. Now, we have the Byzantine period, that came a little bit after, uh, this is the period with the, when Crete was conquered by the Arabs, mm -hmm. uh, which uh, lasted quite a long time. The Arabic uh, occupation of Crete happened uh, in uh, 824 or 26. These uh, Arabic people came from uh, Spain, from, uh, Andalusia, from Andalusia. Yes. The Arabic uh, kingdom of uh, Crete was uh, a pirate uh, state. They made a lot of raids against the Byzantines around mm -hmm. the Aegean. So they pissed off the Byzantine Empire, emperors. And one of them, Nikiforos Sokas, uh, came uh, with a very big fleet 
and claimed uh, the island back for the Byzantine Empire. Then we had also the Venetians, which is it's an important period. And uh, in fact, uh, I think not only Kule, which is the fortress that we have uh, at the port, at the mm -hmm. old port of Heraklion, but also these uh, arcs that we have nearby. This uh, is a pride. It's a place where they keep, uh, they used to keep uh, their uh, ships. Ah, I see, I see. The Venetians came here uh, in uh, the beginning of the uh, 13th century. But did they come here? I heard that they were sold to the Venetians. Not exactly. The Byzantine uh, Empire was uh, occupied, dismantled mm -hmm. by the crusaders of the Fourth Crusade. Mm -hmm. And uh, the Venetians uh, held for that. And uh, they came some islands they, they were interested in because they were merchants and they wanted some islands in order to make trade uh, with the Eastern Mediterranean uh, area. So they needed Crete for uh, their uh, trading uh, system. It was strategic for the trading system. Yes. Another time in the history of Crete was the Turkish period. Uh, Turkish period, mm -hmm. I don't think it was an easy period the for... The Ottoman period, yes. For, for Crete. The Ottomans that conquered the main cities, which, for, example, for example, Hania, Rezimno, uh, the rest of the island, and eventually the city of Heraklion. I read that many churches were converted into mosques. That was a common uh, um, thing to happen uh, in that area, in that uh, period of time. Very interesting is the, um, the siege of uh, Heraklion mm -hmm. that day, because it is the longest siege in the human history. The siege lasted for uh, 24 years. Mm -hmm. Uh, the Venetians uh, did... Uh, resisted. Resisted for <laughs> long, hard. but uh, they couldn't resist for more and they surrendered in the end. Eventually they surrendered. Now, to finish up what is the brief history, then we can move on to the modern period in which um, uh, Crete was uh, actually uh, recognized as an autonomy uh, under the uh, reign of, uh, of Greece. And then there was, of course, the Theresos Revolution, which led to the union of Crete with Greece. Mm. So first recognition of Crete as the Cretan state, or as the Cretan autonomy. Now this... <laughs> yes, uh, the Cretan autonomy was a, was a trick of the superpowers of, the, of that area, of that uh, period of time. Of, Britain, uh, France and Russia. And Italy. And Italy. Uh, in order not to be... Uh, in order Crete not to be part of uh, the Greece of Greek uh, state uh, that uh, period of time because uh, Crete was uh, as we said before it was really um, important uh, uh, from uh, geostrategic uh, reasons mm -hmm. and they wanted uh, to control it they want to to be part of the of Greece because uh, it would uh, change the balance of power in the area so when really Crete became part of Greece. Officially, mm -hmm. it became part of the, of uh, Greece in uh, 1913. Mm -hmm. And then, of course, the Second World War came. The Germans came also here, and also a big fight of the Cretans fighting for their freedom. And later, of course, became the peace until today. And then now it has become an island where agriculture and tourism has uh, 
flourished, which is the main industry, basically the main two industries are agriculture and, the and tourism. tourism. I would say yes. tourism probably is the main industry here. Tourism is uh, the one who brings uh, most of the money. But this, uh, this must have changed uh, no long ago and probably before it wasn't as exploited or as focused on tourism as it, uh, as it is now. Crete uh, is a touristic place as far as the 50s and the 60s. It's a very nice place. You should come to visit it. Here in Iraklio, what would you recommend to visit in the city? Because in, in Crete, obviously, we have many places we can come and visit. And most of the people, I believe, they, they go to places like Hanya, which are the beautiful places mm -hmm. with the beautiful beaches. Mm -hmm. But here in Iraklio, we have many things to see. What do you recommend? What are the main points of uh, the main attractions in, in Heraklion or Heraklion? There are many attractions, but um, most of the people uh, go and they should go to visit uh, Knossos. Knossos is uh, the most important uh, site uh, in the area of uh, Heraklion. It's, uh, a man, it's a mandatory place to visit. Yes. You, you must go to Knossos yes. when you go to Heraklion, that's for sure. For me, they should uh, also visit uh, the Archaeological Museum of uh, Iraklio, mm -hmm. uh, because most of the things uh, are there. As an archaeologist, of course, as <laughs> <must> defend <laughs> the Archaeological Museum, which I liked it when I went there to visit it, but I think they have uh, too many things to read on the walls. <laughs> all the places to visit here in Iraklio, what other places would you recommend? Our, uh, our first idea was to record this podcast on top of the walls, yes. but then uh, the, weather is, yeah, uh, the weather is not good, which is not common here in Crete, so we have to do it here indoors. But I think the, the walls of Heraklion, the, the they are, are interesting. amazing. Nice, nice for a little walk. Huh? They are amazing for uh, various reasons. Uh, they are very long and mm -hmm. uh, maybe some of them, some of you uh, may get tired, but uh, it is worth no, it's worth it. Actually, it. when you go to the top of the wall and you go on a walk, you can escape a little bit from the noise of the traffic because actually the, the city center has a lot of traffic noise. So it's, it's, it's a bit of a relief that to go on the top of the walls. But it's a place that many people like when they go there, even, even Donald Trump. We need to build a wall and it has <laughs> to be built quickly. It has to be like the one in Heraklion, which is big, it's a big wall. You are listening to The Greek Wave. Okay, so now we're going to move to something else. There is another section of the show in which we have the Greek word of the day. Okay, uh, Alexandros, what is the Greek word that you have brought to us? I would uh, say Demokratia. Demokratia? Yes. I think some people may have heard this word before. <laughs> may, may have not understood it, but <laughs> or may have not applied it. I think it's uh, very important and uh, it is uh, it's something that uh, is missing from today's. And uh, I would like to, to say this word in order to, to think of it uh, again. To think, uh, it's a beautiful word to, to bring up to the, to the show. 
we'll discuss a little bit about current news. Uh, what about the current news or the current affairs we would like to bring up today on this on this show? Let's say about democracy. Yeah? Democracy. <laughs> Go back to democracy. <laughs> democracy. Democracy. Is, is it democracy in Europe? Democracy somewhere in particular? Let's say in uh, Catalan. Uh... <laughs> Somebody had to mention Catalonia. I, I, every time I meet Greek people lately, everybody asks me about Catalonia. Of course. And uh, it's it's okay. It's an interesting subject, but <laughs> I have discussed it so many times that at the end it gets a bit tiring. But yes, of course, it's an interesting subject. And of course, it, it gives a lot to talk about. Uh, uh, what is what is your vision? How do you uh, perceive the, what's happening in Catalonia from from Greece? I, we don't have a lot of uh, information, uh, I believe, mm-hmm. uh, as far as this uh, issue concerned, because we don't know, we don't know the background. We have uh, seen uh, the demonstrations and the and all the things that happened uh, uh, after the, the referendum. The referendum. Mm-hmm. Uh, but um, we don't know exactly what is the reason for uh, all these events. It's like, not properly contextualized. And I think it's something I have noticed from many people who ask me about Catalonia. Uh, they only know what they see on TV, the images yes. they get from the TV. They don't really know the background. Uh, they may not, some of them they may not know, obviously, the history. Is that's Spain. why they ask you, because yes. you, are, uh, you are Spanish. Yes. And uh, you may know more than us about this issue. Yeah, it's, a, it's, an, it's obviously it's a subject that's very easy to simplify, and uh, it's a little bit more complex than it uh, sounds like. Because some people are like, "What are these Catalans thinking? Why they want to leave the country? Can you imagine the Cretans wanting to leave Greece? This is crazy." And then, of course, uh, you need to put it in the context of uh, Catalonia and. Uh, the United Kingdom of Spain have before used to be different kingdoms, and there uh, we have regions with different languages, with different cultures, and um, how this Cat- Catalonia had its own autonomy. And uh, there was a point where the uh, Spanish government wanted to touch it, and then created a a, a movement of independentism, uh, like seven years ago, that it led to this moment in time. And uh, I, I can understand, even though I don't share the, the ideas and I, I'm not a nationalist, but uh, I could understand uh, why uh, Catalans would like to leave Spain. It's not precisely a country that it's, uh, it's, it's, it's where the democracy prevails. Uh, when people actually um, want to decide their future and uh, the, the government of the country is not allowing them to do so or it's actually uh, beating them up for going to vote is not something that uh, will convince you to, to be part of Spain as a multicultural or multinational uh, state. But uh, I believe, I still have hope that at some point uh, maybe uh, we can create a country in which one in which all of us can uh, can fit in and all of us can uh, share uh, life, but uh, yeah, it's a difficult, difficult conflict and difficult to explain. Uh, it's not as simple as they try to play it on TV. But, uh, yes, I understand uh, a lot how why they are so pissed off and why why they want to to leave. 
and uh, sometimes myself I get pissed off. <laughs> I get a bit ashamed of being Spanish when I see some things when I see it, uh, they put into prison some puppeteers or the, some uh, people could put a tweet that they didn't like and they, they take them to jail, this, this kind of things that makes it question the actual democracy we have in Spain. So uh, this is my point of view, but uh, obviously there are many different points of view. But I see it this way. Okay, and now moving on, uh, let's discuss a little bit about entertainment. So I don't know uh, if there is any any f maybe film that you have seen recently or every TV show that you have seen that it has actually uh, made an impact on you. I remember the last time we went to see this uh, Christopher Nolan uh, film that was yes, thank you know, you. that was interesting. Is there is there anything that you want to bring up that for you it was interesting and it, ma it made an impact on you recently? Mm -hmm. We saw together uh, Dunkirk, but also there is uh, there is also a Greek movie called mm -hmm. uh, The Last Note of uh, Vulgaris, a director, a Greek director. Mm -hmm. So the guy who made uh, Little England, yes, he did Little England, and also he he did another uh, international uh, production called uh, Brides. The German diplomacy. Απεφάσισε να προβεί την εκτέλεση 200 Ελλήνων. Δευτέρα, 1η Μαου 1944. We will take your recommendation for uh, this movie. Um, I think that's pretty much it. I think we have uh, uh, we can close now this uh, first episode of the, the Greek Wave. So first of all, of course, thank you, Alexandros, for thank you. joining me on this first episode. It's been a pleasure. Thank you for uh, inviting me. And thank you for bringing me this uh, beautiful cake. <laughs> we'll have a bite later. And thank you all, uh, listeners, for, uh, for listening to this first episode of the new podcast series. There will be more episodes coming up uh, soon. Uh, you can find us, of course, online on iTunes. Uh, you can subscribe to get notifications on new podcast episodes. Uh, and you can also like our Facebook page, which will be live soon. Uh, you can search on Facebook for the Greek Wave. Uh, and that's pretty much it. Thank you for listening. Agapitia Croates, and we'll be surfing the wave soon. This is a production of Calvo Net Entertainment. Find out more at facebook.com slash the Greek wave.